0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz for the Comstock Report. Setting expectations for 2024 Corn Belt weather. We've already begun the grocery run, the stock up for feeding the family, which will congregate here for Christmas. Typically, if we run short of freezer space, we can set frozen food items out on our deck, and they will stay frozen as outside temps have become winter-like by Christmas. This year, the outside temperature is more refrigerator than freezer-like. We have had some warm days, and it rained instead of snowed. There is an unnatural feel to our December weather. Christmas is not looking to be white here. That's sad. We rarely get a moose this far south here in northwest Iowa, and the one that did appear recently fell through the thin ice in our lake and drowned. Sad as well. Tis the season when we typically get precip to recharge our subsoil moisture levels. On the list of items that are measured to set expectations for crop prospects each year are our subsoil moisture reserves. A year ago we had good fall rains where subsoil moisture reserves were fully recharged setting us up with at least that much positive going into the next growing season. We can hold 11 inches of water in our heavy soils, and that gets drawn upon in the summer when rain doesn't meet crop needs. If we can get a moderate summer with a little rain, our subsoil moisture can take the crop through, which was a lot of the reason why many Iowa farmers produced above APH yields in 2023. As we look ahead to the 2024 growing season, our current read is that subsoil moisture levels are well short of last year at this time. The 2023 crops drained the tank, depleting reserves. We had one rain system that came through and lingered in late October that produced several inches of rain in our region. That has been it. Even that rain was not general. We have been back in drought since We've had one of the driest November and Decembers by ranking ever, and I doubt that our subsoil moisture is more than half what we'd like it to be. With the ground freezing and next precip likely to be snow, which often doesn't soak in, we will still need a wet spring to recharge our subsoil levels. The first criteria for how a crop is made here each year, subsoil moisture reserves, is yet lacking. 2023 was an El Nino year. What that is supposed to mean is that it would be cooler and wetter in the Corn Belt, giving us a 70% chance of an above trendline corn yield. 175 bushel per acre is short of a 181 bushel per acre trendline yield. 2023 fell into the 30% category when El Nino never connected for corn belt weather. The El Nino was a dud. Ocean temperatures fell short of models delivering a weak performance. El Nino means Christ child associated with Christmas. That is the timing when it typically peaks and it is running true to form in that regard. What happened to cause the 2023 El Nino to fail us? According to climate scientist Eric Snodgrass, it never fully connected to the atmosphere. The equatorial ocean temperatures were plenty warm, but ocean temps in the Gulf of Alaska and off the California coast remained cold. They typically warm with equatorial temperatures during El Nino and failed to cooperate. These two ocean regions host the Pacific Decadal Oscillation, the PDO, and Pacific Meridional Oscillation, the PMO. Both remained negative, which means that they never aligned with the Enzo El Nino, with us weakening the impact it had on the U.S. Corn Belt weather. And he looked at the warm planet with record high temperatures and assumed that would show up in a strong, prolonged El Nino. It doesn't appear to be the case. There was also warmer than usual weather in the North Atlantic, which also played a role in U.S. weather. So what happens Next. We remain in a time frame for the 89-year drought cycle, lacking evidence one way or another whether it has climaxed. Our subsillum moisture reserves are as yet far from replenishing seasonally. We are likely transitioning from El Niño to La Niña during the next year. Snodgrass isolated years when we transitioned from El Niño to La Niña, and the moisture received the following year, May through September, was favorable for the Corn Belt. That correlation would be in our favor, but close correlations have been elusive. While the PDO and PMO dominated the El Nino for the 2023 crop season, they're likely ready to shift in their respective cycles, which may mean that they are less of an influence on our weather in 2024. If these two oscillations get out of the way, the Enzo may better connect to the atmosphere and more positively impact our summer weather. Climatologists are pretty good at pointing out what to watch for, but they are frankly looking just as we will be, not knowing what will happen. The closer we get, the better the focus and the future will be. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.
0: For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Future trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.